Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Deion Sanchez Prime Time. So, so, Mr. PR and me. Yeah, we are back here. Another podcast. Uh, I think the man, the myth, the reality, revolutionary, fresh and flow, will probably be joining us later. Uh, we did send him an invitation, so I'm not sure if he knows that the podcast is going on at the moment. But hey, we are here. We are live, man. We are here. I, I know people probably be watching the NFL draft opposed to WWE and stuff like that. See, if they, see who their favorite team picked up. And uh, I know f- for us up here in Philly, we got that. You know. It was AJ Brown from uh, Tennessee, the receiver. They got traded yeah. for that, so I was like, "Oh snap!" That's I. I know he was made the big move, but he was not my team. So even though I am up here in Philly, but I am just shouting out Philly out there. Uh, how about your team, Prime? You know what, what moves did Jacksonville make? Right, we got a number one pick, so you know, hey, <laughs> it don't mean it's good. You know what I'm but I'm saying, but I haven't been following college, so is the pick y'all got uh, a stud? Is he a powerhouse? He's not the best pick, I would say, but he's uh he's probably got the most potential. So you, you got a quarterback. Got a quarterback. No, we got a uh, uh, defensive end. As number one overall pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause you know, usually number one overall picks usually goes to like quarterbacks. Maybe, maybe a we picked pick. the quarterback last year for number one. Okay. Damn. <laughs> And and then we had a we had a coach that you know. Anyways, well yeah, no, we we got a good we got a. I think we made some of the picks to help the team this year. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh okay. Okay, I can agree with that. So, but yeah, so but we are back here going to uh, give you guys. Oh, I'm also watching the NBA playoffs as well. That has been some exciting basketball. But um, we got guys. We can uh, we're here back here for the No Gimme Team Wrestling Podcast. I know we had a little short. Thrown together, not too much heart podcast, but you know what? We gonna put it in here today because there's a shit ton to talk about this week. I mean, shit was just coming about, and we gonna have to express how how we feel about a lot of things, or more so 
me expressing it, but I hope Prime does give me his two cents. And but right now we are about before we get into all that, we gotta make sure you check out spacesphilly.com. Spacesphilly.com, great place for podcasts here for the city of Philadelphia. And Nurkos is a part of that. So you guys can make sure you guys check that out and check out the content they have on there, such as the Lulu Pop Plus One, the Market Dark Show, and doing business with Mark Randall, along with the Nurkos' content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Either Wrestling Podcast, which you guys are listening to now. The Nurk uh Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, which we plan on doing this weekend because uh, I did not know CinemaCon was this past weekend. Promise feeding me all this news. I'm just like, I ain't know all this stuff because the CinemaCon was out. I told you it was at CinemaCon. Oh, man, I, I, I you know what? I, I, that went right on my mind, Pinky. I was just like, we'll probably get all this news from. I'm just like, it's CinemaCon. So I got, got to talk about that. Uh, we got the hip uh, turntables, hip hop culture, and beyond. Dropped off Sober Tongue. So, some great podcasts. Make sure you guys give them a listen to. And listen to the podcast on all the podcast sites, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. And you, we always put the snippets of the podcast, if you guys don't want to listen to the full podcast, up on YouTube. And uh, you guys listen, listen to that on your YouTube Premium. Because if you guys listen to podcasts on YouTube and stuff like that, you guys can make sure you check that thing out on YouTube Premium as well. So, uh, but also, they we know with the podcast show because also my main man Prime Time with his homeboy Lee Boy TV got the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, one of the best nostalgia podcasts we got out there in the field right now. That comes out every single Friday. So Prime, tell the people what you and Lee Boy talked about this past Friday. Uh, this past week we had our draft. We had our Nickelodeon draft. So you know, in honor of the NFL draft, we just drafted shows to our Nick brand. And uh, it was very fun. Y'all should listen to it. That's something I want to listen to. That you know. Also, it's cool though. I it would be cool if y'all had like the fan. Like you put up each list, and you had the fans vote which one had the better list. Oh yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Okay, yeah, cause that don't be dope. So uh, yeah, and also you guys check out Prime Conscious as well. And also for everybody listening to their music stuff like that. My main man, Freshman Flow, Q Flow, out here making moves and doing concerts and stuff like that make sure you guys check him out i know he's going to be coming to atlantic city pretty soon so if you guys are in the area and you guys want to go check him out make sure you guys go check him out as well and i know i'll be going to atlantic city show maybe uh prior you want to um come up to atlantic city especially how dirty you talk about how atlantic city is <sighs> we ain't going on the beach bro we're going on the boardwalk <laughs> I thought you said that was even. All right, all right, okay. Yes, the boardwalk. The first of all, anytime anybody go to Atlantic City, it's for the boardwalk, okay? And because Atlantic City got, got got a cool board, boardwalk, but when it comes to their beach, their beach is not that great. It's it's not great at all. Their pier is fine, but the beach is not, and it's it's dirty. You know what I'm saying? It's a Jersey beach. It's like I mean, Ocean City. It was uh was it yeah, Ocean City, Ocean some Jersey that, that 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 we went to. Their beach was a little bit more cleaner, but it's just going down going down the road. But I mean, it's still a Jersey beach. Now, the city of Atlantic City is the hood. Okay. Like, you don't meet nobody trying to say, oh, yeah, I go to the, the, the school in Atlantic City. I go to Atlantic City. Like, what the fuck? No, you just there for the boardwalk. And that's it. So, I'm just saying, and the showboat has been one of my favorite uh, hotels and venues. So, he's going to be performing there. It has that whole Mardi Gras, New Orleans feel. That's the theme of their venue and the hotel and stuff like that. 
So I hey look, I, I think we should all come up and support our homie. Dope. I'm talking I'm asking you. Hey, I might, you know, depends on, you know, these uh prices ain't out of control with this uh plane. Oh no man, I mean you should you we go up there and we all just we all just go party out in Lane City. You like gambling? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well do, do you like going out and eating for some good food? Uh well yeah, that I do. Okay, yes. well, well, there you go. And you know, you know what? We could probably see your homie Bobby, you know, around the same time. Why not? Look, my goal, people, out there listening to the podcast, is 2021. I'm trying to see Prime live in person. How about you should you should tell that to the gas prices? I mean, to the plane ticket prices, not not me. I I do it. Amount of money. I am telling you this early because if you, if you book it early, it won't be as much as try to book it like a week before. That is true. That is see see you be dragging the feet. I told you about my my birthday barbecue. I told you about because the whole Q thing ain't until June, like towards like June twentieth, bro. It's just now April. Uh, by the time we're recording this, it's just now you know. A day in the May, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's gonna be May. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, you, you know, you can book a ticket and then fly up, and then you know, come come chill with us. You can get your own hotel room. You gotta be like all up under us. But I'm saying, but you know, I know you want your space. But I'm saying, but you know, we go there, support, hang out. You know, see you live in person. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. So I'm just say yeah, because I. I I, me, like I said, me and Lady Sketch are planning on going there and said, why not have the whole No Gimmicks Needed podcast go up there and support Q-Flow so we can get the music over. You know what I'm saying? We hear about putting people over. We're like Jericho. We're not Hogan up here. <laughs> well, I don't think nobody's Hogan. <laughs> oh, well, I got a friend I always call Hogan. <laughs> but he don't put nobody over. Uh, but uh, disrespect their friends like that, calling them Hogan. <laughs> well, at least at least when it comes to the putting people over part. But speak speaking of not putting people over, and you know just wearing them down to the ground. The other day, uh, Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon in WWE and NXT, uh, she was on. Uh, a show uh, was I forgot I'm trying to think I'm looking up to, to see Insight oh Insight yeah because I'm reading this from Fightful.com and she yes, was on uh, Chris Van Bleet yes and she was uh, she was released November 4th 2021 and she was on the NXT brand television and she gave us some insight of what happened you know with the whole NXT thing and after Triple H just left and stuff like that because look let's just be real y'all we're not going to get the full story from Triple H. He can't unless he, get, unless he released. Unless he's released, he can't. He still works. He works. Still works under Vince. He's still married to the boss's daughter. He still is. He's still like in heart failure. He's not going to sit there and say this stuff sucks. Uh, he's not going to. He's not going to give you all that, especially when he's. That's just going to cause him more stress. Because I. He came out last week and talked about. NXT 2.0, a lot of people were upset because he didn't trash. I'm like, what y'all expect him to say? What y'all expect him to say? 
no shit he's going to say that so but um she said a lot of stuff here and i and i'm not going to read the whole transcript transcript of everything but she uh goes on that she talks about her being a tag team with shotzi blackheart her uh going back to the old ember moon gimmick her trying to be called back up to the main roster and her uh, going on a losing streak and uh, th- th- there was a lot of things and what life was like for NXT when Triple H left and also the means that they had where they wanted the women to dress you know more like Mandy Rose that's just to, until, we get, until we get to that part so a lot to, uh, to take in and she said her last four months was was one of those moments where she just wasn't having fun anymore and it started when she said it started with Shotzi being gone and drafted because for those who don't remember her and Shotzi Blackheart were a tag team and they were the second NXT tag team champions and I actually was now you know me and Prime have a thing where we feel as though like when when it comes to the women's division there's no legit tag teams and they had to try to make some I felt as though Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are a legit tag team and I felt those the iconic, huh? They were, yeah, they yeah, they were. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, I felt as though that the iconics were a legit tag team, and uh, even though Ember Moon and Shotzi Becker were done together, I felt that Ember would they would do things to try to make them. Oh, and of course, Casey Catanzaro and um, Kane Carter. Where's Casey? Katana, Chance, <laughs> and Kane Carter are a legit tag team. But uh, I felt as though when Ember and Shotzi, because the way Ember's style is, and the way Shotzi's style is, and the way that they, they would dress and they would match, I felt as though they were they were forming into a legit tag team. And I felt as though that NXT felt as though that they, they had more folk, they had more actual women's tag teams than the main roster did. And all of a sudden, they just call up Shotzi Blackheart to the main roster with Tegan Knox and give her a whole new partner and just leave Ember Moon down there. And she was just like, uh, I'm happy for her for getting drafted, but she's like, but uh, what's going to happen with us? Because, you know, we had tag team merch coming out because I was like, okay, they, they're becoming uh, like a legit team and they were doing fun. They, they was getting, she said they was getting the groove because she understands that it takes a while to become like to convince people that, that you're like a legit team. And then she said, you know, she, she went to Triple H. He was just like, uh, I have no clue what's happening, but we'll figure it out together. And um, he, she said that Bailey got injured. I know Shotzi and uh, Tigger were doing dark matches for, uh, for tryout. And she said some new writers uh, came from Raw and SmackDown. And they didn't even know that her and Shotzi was even in a tag team, which... We found it out when they hired that one girl that you know didn't know who Bobby Lashley's name was. That when they hired, <laughs> you, you remember her, right? Yes. How can you forget? Yeah. To the point where they hire these people who don't know wrestling and don't you and don't know what's coming on, and you're expecting to write for people that that you don't understand. And once again, it's. We always talk about diversity and stuff like that, but I'm just like, it also has to come with the company. Also, you have to get people that know wrestling to be able to write for wrestling. You can't write for wrestling the same way you write for Hollywood. 
and I'm not. I'm not sitting there saying I'm not. A, it's like a, a music writer cannot write the same way for a TV show, or a TV show cannot write the same thing. Let's say for a movie. I mean, it probably can, depending on that, or whatever the case may be. There's different forms of writing and, cre- and creative storytelling. And when it comes to wrestling, they need their own kind of people. So uh, she said that her and Triple H and the head writer at the time came up with doing a heel turn and it, it was new and different. And during this process, we wanted to do a losing streak and, you know, to, to build up a losing streak. And then all of a sudden, then, uh, you know, she sees the new faces come through and then she'll help put them over on television. She had a problem with that. She said, let me do a losing streak. Let me get frustrated. And then I get the turn. And she said, this is a great idea. We had A, B, C, D. We we, we, we had the plan. Because Triple H on a conference call said that he don't like his NXT superstars being called up unless they have a six-month plan already ready for them. Now, Prime, answer this for me. How many NXT stars have been called up to the main roster with a six-month plan? Uh, zero. No, no, oh, I got If I can, I'm trying to think. Because every every NXT star wasn't a bus. But they had no six month plan. No, don't. You're right. They, they, they did. I'm still trying to think too, but I, I can't. You, you know what? I take that back. I think the only one that had a plan was the Shield. Sure. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I know. That's, I know that's reaching. I know that's reaching. What I'm saying, but maybe. But um, and then. He said, then we'll, we'll, we'll do your first feud with this person. And then the first match, and then, and then, so they had the first match, and then, and we see cracks of this. We see her losing to the likes of, uh, because remember, you kept saying Ember just keeps losing. I remember, mm-hmm, you, yeah. I remember you saying that. She was on TV. She and was losing, it was like, losing a lot. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she, look like she about to turn here because the way she stuff she's saying, she was losing to Mandy Rose, which was the last known match I remember. And, and then she said, but then that happened, and the next thing you know, I was off TV for four weeks. And then Triple H said, don't worry, we got this. But then he disappeared. And she's like, well, what, what the fuck is happening? Where, where, where'd he go? She said she was supposed to do a match with Saray and ended up get, uh, it ended up getting a rash on her arm. And she had an allergic reaction to something. They thought uh, it, it was something else. So they pulled me from the match. Okay, understand. And then we'll do the match next week. Three weeks later, we're going to do this match. It never, uh, it never happened. So then it, they asked her to go work some two or five matches with Cora Jade, and she said, "Cora is a sweet girl. They have a fun match, you know." And she's like, "Cool, whatever it takes me to get get on on, on TV time." And then uh, she said, "That they go. You're turning. You're turning in." this match but we want to make it uh subtle and she said they they kind of turn me but they don't but they don't they don't there was there was confusion of what would happen then off tv for three weeks i have the match with mandy and they're like we're finally pulling a trigger on this i get the note saying in two weeks we need you to dye your hair fire color again and get the red context and you're going back to the old ember moon character this is per Vince McMahon. You're going to turn heel, but heel as your old character. I'm not mad at that because I I like the old Ember Moon. I like. No, was I, the old Ember Moon a heel though? No, no, they wasn't. But I guess they wanted to turn the old Ember Moon to a heel. But compared to her 
punk rock Ember Moon look stuff like that and then uh, she said we're, we're, we're trying to get your old music and stuff together and she's like alright this is great and she, she showed up the TV motivated just had to wait it out Ryan Kratz and, and uh, herself went and filmed a demo of the vibe that she wanted come back and get the video ready and ready to show everyone after TV and they're like hey we have some bad news Vince is pulling you off TV indefinitely I just sat there like, what did I do wrong? And they told her you did not, you did nothing wrong. And she's like, I've done everything you guys asked me. I've gone over and above. When they put me in shots and tag team, everyone knows I'm not a tag team person. I hate tag teams. There are too many moving parts. It's not that I hate tag team wrestling. It just requires so much more to give versus just relying on yourself you have to rely on three other people i feel me and shashi capitalized on it and we were mo were so motivated to build that division and then we weren't able to i show up to tv it's 2 a.m and i'm like i've done everything you asked me to i've branched out she said when well, you care about something not just for yourself but everyone involved it hurts so much more because so many years i've not been about myself She's been about the match. She's been about other people and doing all this kind of stuff like that. And then she brings up, she said, I, she went to her makeup artist. She said, I was just so unhappy. And I can understand because WWE is the biggest, when it comes to wrestling, that's the head honcho. That's that's the biggest motherfucker here in the United States. It's not Japan. New Japan is in Japan. But this is the biggest thing in the United States. And everybody eventually wants to come here. And wants to go and do WrestleMania, and Ember Moon should deserve the WrestleMania, but she got injured chasing the fucking twenty four seven championship, something that she should never have been doing in the first place. So, she said that, uh, and we would have to sit through stupid meetings about how we have to dress sexy. I remember looking at someone else and laughing. I cater to children. I'm not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts. Because we had a two-hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. And she says, Mandy is an absolutely phenomenal and amazing person. But not everybody is Mandy Rose. I agree. First of all, y'all know how I feel about a little thickness. Okay? Erin Moon is not an ugly woman by no stretch of the imagination. Okay? But every woman does not have that sex appeal working for them like Mandy Rose does. Yeah. Like the like like like, like the Mandy Rose, like the uh Eva Marie's, the evil fucking Marie's of the world, or the uh uh Tory Wilson's or the mm -hmm. Sables or like there, there are certain women that they put that sex appeal on and you know Vince loves his blondes and shit. So they want them to sell that kind of sex. But I'm like, but everybody Ooh, like Mickey James was not about selling that set, but she's a beautiful ass woman. You know I love me some Mickey James, and it and, and they call her fat and disrespectful. I'm like, what the fuck? She ain't far from it. Like I don't think Vince knows what thick is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, I truly don't think he understands what like you know like. He probably he probably look and, and doesn't understand why everybody's like you know um, what's homegirl from NXT 2.0. The key to lions. The key to lions. Yeah. Yeah. He probably he probably don't understand what the appeal of her is because she's thick. Two C's. Ultimo wagon. Ultimo yam yam Bigelow. Okay. 
and people are you know attracted to that. You know what I'm saying? But he's off of that you know, tall, skinny, blonde shit. I'm like, yo, man, you you're dated. You're fucking dated. And I'm like, so what what does that do? Because I, he it just keeps coming up, which makes me think he has a uh, a way he sees women. I'm sorry, it's just the way it seems to be. And you know, you, you got to sex them up, and you got to you know, especially you know his his blonde uh, his his. His blondes, you know, what I'm saying he, he got he, he got to make sure sex them up. And Mandy Rose, beautiful woman, and I, 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 she's a very attractive woman. She can fit that sex appeal thing to a T. That's that's her. It works for her. That's not going to work for a Ruby Riot. That's not going to work for a Tegan Knox. That's not going to work for an Amber Moon. That's not going to work for a Shashi Blackheart. That's just, that's not what. There, every woman don't got to be the same. Every woman does not have to be the same. Yeah, that's true. You know, it, 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 I'm like, that's you gotta have the diversity. It ain't just about skin color. It's about these women come from all kinds of different kinds of backgrounds. It ain't just gotta be the sexy blonde on TV. We're supposed to get past that. That Oscar's sexy. Oscar, who's a sex appeal, but that's not what she should be doing. That's not how you address her up on television. Io Shirai, she comes out, she oozes sex appeal. She is sexy, but she's also a fighter. She's not going to come out there in some skimpy shit like Mandy Rose. Why would she do that? That's not who she yeah. is. You can still be sexy, but you can still just be you. When Ember Moon was the old Ember Moon, was she not sexy? Was she not there coming down there and, you know, working the hips? Uh, am I lying or what? No, she was. She was. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she came down there and she would, and she, the way she works, she like twerk a little bit down to the ring. Like she's showing, uh, she she's being sexy, but also remaining in that character. Sasha Banks the same way. She's sexy as shit. Naomi's sexy as shit, but ain't like, but she, but once again, Naomi, the glow, she appeals to kids, but she's still out there still being sexy. She out, Naomi out there twerking on stage, and then you know spins and does, and she does because she, she she dances. And slides down, and the kids still appeal to her, but she's not. Bianca Belair's out there being sexy, but she's still the EST. Every woman is fucking different. I don't understand it, and I and I I'll be I'll be fucking upset too if that was to happen. Uh, and then uh, then if 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 finally go and um, she's upset. She said, "I did nothing wrong." Did I piss off Vince? They take away Shotzi. Hunter is going. You guys promised me this will happen. You promised me I wouldn't be lost in the shovel. I went on this losing streak to help you guys out to build other talent. So I get rewarded and nothing's happening. And it's like, and, and here, here they go. They say, not everything is lost, Ember. We still want you to come and help the next generation. Maybe teach a class and do some PC lives. Like a coach. And she says, wait a minute, you're taking me on TV to be a fucking coach? That's not a good sign at all. <laughs> at, 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 at all, and I'm like, and she laughs. She says, "If I did, if I done nothing wrong, you can cancel all my flights. I'm not coming to help these people who do not care about what I do. They only care about the paycheck that hits their bank account. They're not passionate like me. They're not going to come up here and help these people that don't care about what we do." When there is no benefit for me, when I've when I've done nothing wrong and I've given 
you my entire right side of my body between my elbow surgery, my Achilles surgery. I've given you this entire side for no reward, not even a thank you. And you want me to coach and take take me off TV to coach? I remember sitting there teary-eyed, and I said, I'm not coming up here to coach or do PC shows. I was supposed to come to NXT to be repackaged and go back to the main roster. Same thing that Finn Balor has what was doing. He and it still failed for him. That was supposed to be. Uh, that's just a fan. They just don't like Finn Balor. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't. But I'm still here. You took Shotzi away from me. I have nothing going on. I'm going home. Cancel all my flights. Cancel my hotels. If you have a a flight there and I have no creator for me, I'm not getting on the flight. I'm not doing this anymore because I'm going to snap. It's either going to be on you or on a talent. I'm going home. If you need me, if you need me there and I have something for me, even then I'll need to approve the creator before I hop on a flight. It's the first time uh, I've ever pulled this card. Can you blame her? I think she's earned it, but she's one of the people I feel like earned the right to, to say that. I do, I, because there are some people I'm just like, bro, you, you gotta get your feet wet. But yeah, no, nah, I think Ember like earned her, it. Even though, em, even though Ember wasn't there for that long, she paid her dues at NXT. She did it, but she did it the right. She, you know, she did the, the whole NXT thing for like three years or something. <laughs> she came up and then brought her back. So it's her. I can understand the the but, anger. And, so, yes. and she also came from Booker T school, right? Yeah. Yeah, she Ember Moon is freakishly talented, and when she first came and had like her first couple matches, and even Stone Cold was just like, "Yo, that flying stunner!" Before we even knew it was the Eclipse, was crazy. And it's like, yo, as soon as we seen like the, her first two matches, everybody was like, "That's the one I want to see against Oscar." Because remember, Oscar was on that, her undefeated streak at this time. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. When they saw Ember Moon for her first two matches, the fans were saying, that's the one. If they keep building her, I want to see against Oscar. And what happened with her and Oscar? They had a damn good match. Yeah, and she lost. And then she lost. Then she lost. But the match was still good, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she don't only want to give Oscar any kind of competition opposed to uh, Nikki Cross. Nikki James. Huh? Mickey James. Mickey James gave us some good conversation also. But yeah, but they they have that that rustic about it, so they they too much obviously saw something special in Ember Moon. And like she was doing top like the eclipse and doing springboards. I'm like there was a lot of women that was really doing that. Mm-hmm. Like she was freakishly athletic. And uh she was very, and, and then once again, like I said, she said she was really angry, and she was like, "I want to snap." And I feel that if you feel as though like your mental health is important, I guarantee you, John Laurinaitis or Vince Man don't give a fuck about mental health <laughs> at all. And to, to to the point where it's like, if I snap on a talent, that's the wrong thing for me to do because it's not their fault. They're, they're here to try to do a job just like I am. Well, if I snap on one of y'all, then I'm the angry black woman. That's how it always is. And that's not fair. So, like, but no, but you, ain't, you got nothing for me to do. And I hate when they do shit like this. 
Why do y'all have these talents? Come fly and do shit just for them to sit in the back and not do anything. That's a waste. Of, and you're not even paying them? Fuck the business, man. Fuck that whole, this is what, this is, what, this is the business. I'm like, fuck that. If, like, just like, it, thank God they wrote stuff for Bible Ashley in that whole Saudi Arabia angle. Because there's no way I'm finding Saudi Arabia and you don't have nothing for me to do. Yeah. There, there Especially were Saudi. Exactly. There were different stars that would say, they would tell me, I, we need you on SmackDown. They would just sit in the back of catering thinking that it, it had a spot on the show or battle. Like gold dust every week, paint his face and don't even use. Exactly. What? It's like just, they just want you to hang on deck just to say, or oh, the fuck with you. And then they're not paying for your flight. They're not paying for your time. And also, and all of a sudden, all they do is want to threaten your fucking job. That shit pisses me off. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn. Need some water with that one. That's your piss. That's it. Pissing me off. And he always been doing this to certain talents. And I, I, and to the point now, y'all, every job, whether it's in sports or whether it's in, uh, just, just a regular McDonald's, there's something called co-worker morale to the point where you're, you're not supposed to. I know people do, but you're not supposed to just treat your coworkers any old type of way. You gotta build up a morale at your job because when people are happy or people feel like they're appreciated, the, the job moves a lot better. Then is that yes or no? That's true. But uh, Vince don't know what Vince don't know what that is. He he can't because I think Vince wants everybody to be like him. Fuck the family. I get up and go to the gym and do this shit and blah 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 and I'm always here every day whether I need to be or not because I love it. That's the brand. That's bullshit, man. You're dated. That ain't what you're supposed to be doing. And I feel I feel bad for her because Emma Moon was one of my favorites. I feel bad for her because once again you took her boss away, you took a partner away. And you just had her fucking losing to the point where people are just like, yo, fuck that move, man. She suck. Because y'all didn't have a plan. And I know that guy, I, look, I'm sorry, I don't know this for a fact, but I, but everything I be hearing, especially other NXT stars say this, Triple H never be the problem. No, it's never Triple H. He never be, he never be the Triple H has done a lot of dick shit in his life. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to the NXT and stuff like that, he has never been the problem, according to what these other NXT talents have been saying. He has never been the problem. So you, it's hard for me to not think that that heart attack that he had going into heart failure had to be due to, to stress because... I'm watching what I created, what the fans love, what wrestling fans love, get destroyed. I'm watching what I love get fucking destroyed for little kid shit. And that's not, that that ain't, that's just not right. That's just not right. We wrestling fans. Me and you, especially, 
We're wrestling fans. And everybody talking about well, you know, the WWE sucks that much because the why I keep watching. Because we're wrestling fans. We just like wrestling to the point where it's like, yeah, the shit is bad, but we it's hard to turn away from shit that you dislike. You grew up watching. Sending with these stars here. It's like, well, why keep going to WWE? It's fucking wrestling. Everybody can't go to AEW. Anybody don't want to go to Impact. Anybody can't go over to New Japan. It ain't that easy. And if you want to have a chance, and everybody that has made a name for themselves, especially a bigger name, has, has come through the doors of WWE. After this, 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 listen to the interview of Jay Cargill last week. She had a trial at WWE. They ain't water. Yeah, of course, because she was green. They don't want to. They don't want to. At that time, they didn't want to build people from the top. They just wanted them to come in and already having some experience. Yeah. But now they now yeah. they calling uh, burning her phone up now. Exactly. I was. Exactly. But but that's you know. But it's like okay, so now she's being trained by one of the best in the business. So. But that that's how that's how it was. Everybody that's been there talking about some you know, the AEW stands and all that stuff like that, those people have also run through the doors some shape or form through WWE. When you have the largest thing in the world when it comes to wrestling in America, you're gonna you're gonna pass through that because you wanna be a part of that. Now I have talked to everybody zero. I wanna hear Prime's opinion or about this whole Athena Interview it's it's, it's some of your take because I I got like Stephen A. Smith on Kyrie Irving just now. I'm just surprised people are still shocked at <laughs> the decision that WWE makes. Honestly, I don't think people just, are, I don't think people are shocked. But when you hear the stories like this, especially from somebody who like Ember Moon, mm-hmm. you know, it just at least at least for me, it uh it can piss you off, it can bother you, and sometimes you can sit there and think because. Sometimes you hear the stories and then people 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 want to debunk the stories and say dirties and stuff like that. But still, it just it's unfortunate. But, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm just saying. Honestly, I'm glad that she did what she did. I'm surprised more people haven't done that. Cause honestly, that would be me. I'm like, if you don't get enough of me to do, why am I coming here? No, I'm not doing that. Like, I would be that person. And I've always I've always said, why don't they just like say no? And they be like, because it's in your in your contract or whatever. But I'm like, so if you don't do it, then you just get fired. And then basically, you, I mean, what what are they gonna do? Fire you? Well, honestly, they, I mean, they can also sue you. Sue me because I don't want to look. I don't want to do what you tell me to do. I mean, I I, I agree with that, but it, it, it's the no. Breach, I'm, I'm serious. How can they sue you? Oh, the breach of contract, which is. So, if they, if they have something, if they say that you have to report to a certain amount of locations, whatever the case may be, and we're asking you to do that part of your job, and you turn it down, there's something in that contract that says you don't you you because you ha- you can't come because you don't like what we say. You had to come because we tell you to come, and if you breach that contract or you don't c- complete that many dates, you can be sued. It's unfortunate. Because- I'm sure there's something in there that, that people just be like, no, I'm not doing it. You mean to tell me you mean <laughs> you mean to tell me Stone Cold but, was was there doing everything? No, 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 that's Stone Cold. That's say, a different. I, 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 I knew you were gonna say that because it's it's Stone Cold. Yeah, but I'm saying like people like that, like people that 
help them grit. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not even Stone Cold. Let's go with somebody like somebody that still was. I feel like saying like somebody like Mysterio, right? Yeah. You mean to tell me they, if they try to tell Mysterio to take off his mask, he gonna do it? No, no. But here's also the thing: Vince plays favoritism. Oh yes, that's true. Vince plays a big. See, that's what he would keep talking about the brass ring. I'm like, no, bro. If you don't like him, they're not gonna go. They're not gonna go far, regardless. Yeah, like Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro. It doesn't matter if you play ball with a kid. If you, if Vince just does not like you, and you try something that he does, he did not like, it's not gonna work out for you. Now, in today, yes, Rey Mysterio can do shit like that. Yes, the New Day can do shit like that because those people make him money. And they can say, well, we, we feel like we want to do what we don't want to do and get away with that shit. But somebody like, uh, let's go with, um, God, now I can't think of the fucking roster. But let's go with Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. They can't say shit like that. <laughs> man, if I'm Shelton, I'm leaving, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I feel like if you're Mustafa Ali, they don't... Fuck that! They don't care. You've been trying to leave, so yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, but if you're those kind of people, you know, I, I I think now Austin Theory or Theory, whatever the case may be, got more clout than a lot of these people up here now because Vince, Vince chose like Vince sees him like that. Roman, uh-huh. you know, got all the clout. So there are certain people that can go just like back in the Attitude Era: Stone Cold, The Rock, Taker, Shawn Michaels. Mankind, like they could go up there and just say, "This not what the fuck I want to do." But Big Show, Road Dog, you know, uh, Boss Man, Shamrock, like those guys could go out there and tell Vince what they wanted to do. You gonna do what I say, or you gonna get fired? That, and, and that's my point. That's what I'm saying. Does it make? Is it fair? It's not fair. No, I'm saying it, that's my point. If they don't want to work there and they want to get fired, then I'm like, isn't that, like, doesn't that solve their problem? You say, you say, if, if, if a talent doesn't want to work there anymore, and they want, yeah, to get and they fired. and they do whatever they, they and they you know keep declining stuff, and then WWE fires them. Isn't that their end goal is to get fired because they yeah. don't want to work there anymore? That's the end goal, but also WWE is petty. Also, along with the favoritism, is petty because they feel as though that you're not. Like like they said here in Philly for the Sixers, trust in the process. Mustafa Ali knows that WWE does not want to do anything with him. They have no plans for him at all. So he says, uh, "I want to be out of my contract." The all, if AEW did not exist, they they let him go. Uh huh. But they know that he is a talented guy, and if he goes over to AEW. Uh, the I guess I have some some form, but right now Tony Khan's roster is getting very full to the point where it's hard to feature everybody on TV every single week. It's hard to do that, but they just got no, they got nothing for him. But once again, how do you write for Mustafa Ali? How does somebody who doesn't watch wrestling write for a Muslim superstar? How about you ask him what he want to do? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you gotta you gotta work with these people. But even still, uh, if you work with a Hollywood writer, but they don't understand how wrestling works, 
once again, how do you write for that character? You don't. You just don't. You don't know what the fuck to do. People don't understand about these. These people don't understand about story story building or selling or certain things supposed to happen on TV or whatever the case may be. Like they they know how to write certain dramas and write certain lines, but I'm like, but it, it comes off very wooden. Uh, when, when you do it that way, because uh, it's not coming from a wrestling mind. A lot of shit that we liked back in the day in wrestling came from wrestling minds. The Royal Rumble came from a wrestling mind. WrestleMania, wrestling mind. And the, the different matches that we had came from a wrestling mind. That's why we enjoy it so much. But then you can tell what came from a wrestling mind and what did come from a wrestling mind. And that's, and, and, and that's and that's part of the problem. Look how successful. Now, everybody talk about, so look, okay, is the NXT 2.0 arena colorful? Sure. Is everybody fucking happy at the NXT 2.0 arena in W2K22? Sure, because it's the most updated thing. But look what Triple H did with that whole NXT thing from start. Because remember, NXT was just having people take laps up, up the arena drink soda and, and, and try to do American Gladiators and you know and do shit like that. That's and then he took it, that whole FCW thing, and then turned it into a developmental thing where they got over off a network. Mm-hmm. They didn't have television. They wasn't on USA. They wasn't on and they was on they was on Hulu. NXT did not, at, in 2012-2013, NXT did not get any kind of not- notification stuff like that. And they got themselves over. Because who was in charge? A wrestling mind. And Vince is so dated that he feels as though that he understands what these fans want and wants to cater to a certain audience. And it works for the kids. But right now, Dumb kids is not paying for these shows or paying for the merch. The parents are. Yeah. My son is not buying 2K22. My son is not buying his clothes. My son is not buying the belts or or anything he would hang up in his room. I'm buying that. The wrestling fan. And now we're at the point where we got to fish for something. To be good, so I'm glad she came out. I mean, is it going? Is it going to do anything? No, because it's Ember fucking Moon. Ember Moon, great talent, but she, I'm, she's not a needle mover. Like, this has to be like John Cena level stardom, for somebody to come out here for there to be a change. To investigate like the, the like the shit that they really do. Because it's going to keep being here as long as Big Man is ahead of the helm. And I would love for Triple H to come out and express himself, but once again, he got heart problems. And that's just in itself. So even if he wasn't working for them anymore, he's still married to Stephanie. He He's still family with that man. He ain't going to sit there and berate his father-in-law when he has a heart condition. Because you got to be there for your kids. And sometimes you got to decide. And how many, how, how, how many times Triple H has been eating shit in his life? 
seemed like every day. Exactly. So I mean, because when that click shit happened, so bitch had to eat eat, eat the shit while Scott and Kevin was leaving, and Sean was the champion, so he had to eat the shit. It still don't make no sense, but the bleeding didn't stop there because you called it. It's release time. And was this uh, Friday or Saturday that this happened? Uh, Friday. Yeah. Friday, they had releases from NXT 2.0. And at the end of the day, it ended up being one, two, three, one, two, six, seven, eight, nine, by, by ten superstars. So, here are the releases. They released Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, uh, uh, was it Blair Baldwin or, 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 Paige, or Paige Van Zandt, excuse me, Harlan, Persia Parada, uh, Saint John George. I'm not sure who that is. Draco Anthony, which shocked me. I'm like, cause y'all did a whole thing for Draco Anthony. Y'all just he was shown kind of promise. Y'all just let him go. Uh, Myla Manley, uh, Milani. I'm not sure. Uh, Raylan Devine and Dexter Loomis. Uh-huh. And once again, you get the budget cuts thing. But there were some things I looked up that I wasn't aware of that Malcolm Bivens last year told them he wasn't resigning. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't know that at first. Him and Dakota Car. Yeah. I like. It was my- like. <laughs> it was like we not. Come on, now. y'all ain't doing that with us. That we like. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, here's a, I, I, I'm a big fan of Michael Bivens. And like I said, mm-hmm. he he has that good old school manager style to him. And I like him. I think he could be a great manager. Like, I would have loved him to be a, like the Hurt Business manager, but we had MVP. They said he was supposed to be the manager for Omos before MVP, and he turned it down. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they were trying. It seemed like they actually wanted to keep Ma- Malcolm Bivens. Because he mm-hmm. he turns like first of all, he was the manager of Varian Shaky before Varian Shaky Shaky got themselves in trouble. Mm-hmm. Then they do the, the the Diamond Mine thing at him, and he single handedly made me interested in Diamond Mine. Because I'm sorry, it was not Roderick Strong. It wasn't. Uh, but he made me interested in the whole Diamond Mine faction with the manager. Now they don't have a manager, and I'm just like. And that means pretty soon Roderick Strong will be out of there. For the whole group? They they like I did they, they like Ivy Now and the Creed brothers. But Ivy Now is not a talker. The Creed brothers is not a talker. And Roderick Strong is not a talker. That's what the whole point of Michael Bills and Diamond was. So now they're gonna just be ass. So but he wasn't resigning and Dakota Kai wasn't resigning either. And because like and she's a very she's an exceptional talent and once again they had her doing a thing with Raquel Gonzalez and they had her doing dark matches on main event and on Smackdown thinking that she was going to get caught up she thought she was going to be in the draft and they didn't draft her 
And she's like, you know what? Fuck this, man. I'm not resigning. And I know they probably they probably try to give her stuff like here. We can sell you on this to resign, but she still said nah. Yeah, they they probably said we'll give you the tag titles, and then she's like, okay, and then they gave it to her for like a day or yeah. two. And they're like, no, I, I'm out of here. And then, even though her first her first reign was literally not even uh, thirty minutes. Yeah. So, Harlan, they said that he was at development, or aka baby baby Brock Lesnar, or, or now look like baby Lars Sullivan. Uh, was yeah, because they told him to cut his hair. Yeah, that was stupid. Just, 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 ah, just like I said, what the fuck happened to that Joe Gacy gimmick in the first place? Because once again, they turned into like this horror type, you know, mythical type evil. And I'm just like, that's not the fucking Joe Gacy character, y'all. That's not who he was. And Harlan was supposed to be like his Deacon Batista, and he had to turn into this mad crazy looking thing. I'm just like, if y'all had just stayed with the woke Kevin Owens gimmick, that would have probably been entertaining, but you didn't. And you fucked the whole thing up. So, uh, he, but they said he wasn't producing in the ring like they, like they wanted him to. Yeah, I thought it's the developmental. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. But I was like, help him out. I guess not. Then they had Draco Anthony. Now, Draco Anthony ain't win a match yet. Not that I know of. I don't watch Level Up, so I'm talking about on NXT. But he showed promise as a good wrestler. They gave him vignettes and everything. He was in there drinking coffee in a diner by himself, and they had the old Draco Anthony coming up thing. But uh, and I was like, okay, he started to get together when he was feuding with um, I forgot I forgot who he was feuding at. Uh, oh, Joe Gacy and them. And I was just like, okay, well, the kid got some promise, and then no, they let him go. Dexter Loomis bothers me a little bit because Dexter Loomis, I, I enjoy his characters. Everywhere he goes, he fits his character. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, like, cause when he was in Impact, he was with Samuel Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I remember the Samuel Shaw gimmick, and I was just like, this, this guy creepy. And then he comes in and does the Dexter Loomis thing. I was like, yo, when I first saw him, I was like. This Dexter Loomis thing is working. Then they had him doing all the stupid shit with uh, Indy Hartwell. The marriage and getting, going there with the way and doing all that dumb shit. And then now Indy Hartwell and Homegrown is probably not even there anymore. Uh, Bridge Parada. She got she got released in this round. Yeah. She got released with, with uh, Dexter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Bridge Parada ended up trying to do all this, you know, the, these boyfriend games. I'm just like, all this shit sucks and Dexter Lumis need to go back to doing Dexter Lumis shit and he released him I was like oh, come on man cause I think for hit, for what he does he could have been a decent main roster addition mm-hmm. I truly think that could have been the case but no we didn't we didn't fucking get that so that sucked that sucked uh yeah, yeah, and but mostly, all of them, you know, say I wasn't too. I know one, uh, one was a referee, and some of some of other talents that I know there because NXT two point likes to throw all these. No, but the, the thing was, uh, in like a week or two, they're having a women's tournament, a women's breakout tournament. Oh, like the, like they did with Carmelo Hayes with the men. Yeah. Oh my god, they got no. Women. And like, 
and like two or three of them were women that that they released just now. That's supposed to be in the tournament. Like Raylan Devine was supposed to be in it. They released her. Uh, I think another woman, uh, Sanja, was supposed to be in it, and they released her. Yeah, Sanja George. Yeah, but even but I think they released her because she just been there for a long time. Okay. Like she's been there for like like a year or two and hasn't made an uh, appearance on TV. Wow. But, you know, it's, yeah. So I want to see, I wonder who, who they going to have in their tournament because I know it's like, it's, if they, Jakara Jackson needs to debut in this tournament. That's all I'm going to say. That's not Mason's sister, right? No, Mason's sister was uh, Raylan Devine. Oh yeah, she got released. I was just like, I didn't even see her on TV. So she wasn't on TV. That is okay. That that's I was, I was trying to get a. But with who's? But Jaquan Jackson's literally like Jade, but the mm-hmm. DNST version of Jade probably. I hope they, I hope she debuts. You said what? I hope she debuts. <laughs> Me too. I, I said I hope she, I hope she debuts, but that. Once again, this sucks for NXT because right now, y'all taking away. And once again, I know people saying those people mostly re- re- represent some of the black and gold band uh, brand. Like get get rid of the tail ends because there's still a couple more left in there. Like Roderick Strong, I don't know if they will take him to the main roster. I don't think he's going to make it. And I don't know what's going to with Indy Hartwell. I think he's. I yeah, I thought it was going to release Candace too. But right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was saying, is, is Gargano coming back or what? No. I mean, we're saying now, but it ain't nothing been confirmed yet. Gar- Gargano coming back to NXT 2.0? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you mean the guy that only wants to wrestle is going to come back and be a dad to Kent, to Indy Hartwell again? No, I'm just saying, but I thought Chopper would never go to the main roster. He's there. Yeah, for how long? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. I'm saying, but but remember, Chopper was the one talking about some. I would just retire or quit before I go to the main roster. I'm like, yeah, but, but you need some money. So it's like I say, it's, it's not always feasible. I'm pretty sure Gorgano's smart, and he probably gonna look at AEW and probably like, okay, cool. But see, here's the thing. No, I think Johnny. I think Johnny will run the Indies. I mean, yeah, I think it, it, it's just cool to run in these also, but you also would like, kind of like to have a home. Mm. Also, I mean, it's 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 cool to run the indies. It's cool to even, mm. you know, spend a little. It's cool to do the Cody Rose thing. That's fine. But once again, also, much it's like you're you're a giant gigantic. You got kind of try to run the indies, but I'm like, but there's you can't go to Ring of, Ring of Honor is now part of AEW, and you know WWE is WWE. They're still separate companies. Yeah, I'm saying, but, but you, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, if he go, he, if he go try to go to Ring of Honor, Tony Khan's mark ass is going to just be like, oh, we got to debut you on Big Announcement Week, AEW, and it's show you by San Diego Samoa Joe. Like, okay, yeah, you want AEW programming that's go over there, go over there to Ring of Honor. Now, if he keep them separate, I will say, if he does keep them separate, and they do sign Gargano, like, strictly to a R-H, that'd be good for you guys. You have a good set of, like, you know, Jonathan Gresham, you have uh, Johnny Gargano, some more Joe kind of leading the charge with younger people. 
Anyways. Yeah, I'm saying that that will be that'll be great. I I think Johnny is a he can he can do the indie stuff because his he, he I think he's one of the people that deserves that big bargain. He can ask for for whatever he wants and they'll probably give it to him for him to wrestle the indie dates. That's just what I think. I mean, it's, it's I, think, possible. I think he it's just possible. likes wrestling so much to so like he'll do every every, every show that he can. Yeah, but that that that's just the release the, the names of the releases that we got now. There are probably more to come, unfortunately. Yeah, probably. And well, once again, which is just depleting the, the roster. And even though I know there's still a lot of other talent that have not debuted on TV yet, they still got a lot of talent, but we don't know them. Like that's, that's that's one of the problems with NXT to put up. They keep introducing like four to five new people a week before we even got a chance to like them from the previous week. Uh-huh. It's just newer people, newer people, newer people. You're like who are these like these women tag teams. I don't know who half these people are anymore. And they just come and they just debut. They have a match and then they go get lost in the shuffle all the time to the point it's just hard for it's just hard for people to catch up. And you, you, you release it like everybody knew who Dexter Lumis was. Everybody knew who Dakota Kai was. People knew about Ma- Michael Bivens. I was saying, and, but y'all just releasing people. Like, and, and, and the Draco Anthony one is throwing me off because I'm just like, it was an NXT 2.0 guy. Now they got this guy. Not, I, I never seen him wrestle, but I've seen him on Twitter. They need, I, I don't know how he wrestles in them, but I would say, I would say they need to release him because, uh, Cause I don't know, man. I miss something. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't get the character. I guess. Oh, I mean, help me out here. What's some of the things he's saying on Twitter? No, he don't say nothing. It's just like the way he, he. Uh, I don't even know what his name is. I just know he's a guy. He's a big guy. He wears a t-shirt and like sweatpants. But they're not. He look like Viscera with a t-shirt on. Oh, his name is Reginald Chase Cruz. Is that who that is? Now, that, that, that's who Draco Anthony is. No, not Draco Anthony, no. Oh, who, who are you talking about? I'm talking about this other guy. I don't know what his name is, though. Oh. I'm going to see if I can find a picture and, and send it to you while I'm talking. But. Well, those were the releases as, you know, it sucks, it happens, and you know, I think it's more more to be coming. Some I can, you know, I understand, but I was like, but it's hard for us to get invested in this new NXT brand when you keep changing and adding or taking out taking out people to the point where it's just like, all right, come on, y'all, come on. So, oh. but another side of problems that we have is with fucking WWE and Friday Night Smackdown. Let me just go right into this recap of Smackdown and I'm, I'm telling y'all right now I I follow the primetime thing but once again I do it for subscribers and but I haven't done it in months and I, I feel good about it which I don't do these wrong in Smackdown reviews like individual things anymore but I enjoy like just catching up on the podcast and tonight was one of those reasons why I'm like I don't mind interviewing AEW and just throwing NXT in there just for the sake of it but it's more so for AEW uh, 
it seemed like the past three rampages were actually pretty dope, so I need to start getting back in the rampage. But we couldn't see that. No, this past week was, was Jade and. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. She had the baddie thing going, like, uh, going on, so I didn't see all the rampages past week. Uh, but but come to SmackDown, so once again, it was. It was like, look, do I watch the NFL Draft or SmackDown? We know which one they were turning to. It's the NFL Draft. You're not watching on SmackDown right now, but SmackDown was a tape show anyway because why? Were they doing a tour? They're in the UK this week. Oh, they're in the UK. Okay. Yeah, since they're being in the UK, they taped SmackDown, and you could tell this show was just, like, taped because, you know, the piped-in stuff, the crowd is dead for it in the first because you had to sit through four hours of SmackDown. Imagine that shit. We, we, we kick it off with the steel cage match with Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn and obviously the storyline is Sami keeps getting away uh, every time him and Drew had to have a matchup. Well, not not this time as uh, McIntyre suplexes Sami from the top of the cage and it hits a claymore. And they call it a day. Uh, then they show some Recaps from Ronda Rousey and Charlotte's contract signing uh, last week, which this match is just feeling so. What's the word I'm looking for? Bland. That yeah, that 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 too. It just sucks. There's no energy in this thing at all. And I'm just like, I thought Ronda and Charlotte would have, you know, a better atmosphere, but it doesn't. It it really doesn't. Uh. Happy Corbin comes off Happy Talk and says that uh, the fans uh, detest Madcap Moss just because, as much as he does, his awful jokes drag down the show at WrestleMania and, uh, and at WrestleMania Backlash. So Madcap, the only thing that he did for, uh, was funny was think that he could beat him. And they're arguing over a fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy. That mustard trophy. That's what they're fighting over. So, Corbin talking about he made Madcap Moss, and then uh, and molded shit the way it is in, 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 in today. Everything touches the gold with deal with him, just like just as he made Madcap Moss, and he'll destroy him. But tonight he's uh, he's going to settle for destroying one thing Moss loves the most, and his Andre John Moore Battle Royal Trophy. I doubt that's what he loves the most. Uh, two people bring. Two people bring the trophy to the ring from the back. And then uh, one of the people end up being Mad Cat Moss. And uh, it takes a sledgehammer takes a out. Sled- huh? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, yeah. Th- this whole segment sucked. It did. This whole show did. Yeah, this whole show did. I mean, people don't I'll reiterate that. But, yeah, this whole thing, I was like, y'all really arguing over a fucking mustard trophy that obviously they had already said doesn't mean anything. Whatever. Uh, Ricochet taking on Shanky for the Intercontinental Championship. It Ricochet was a roll up because we don't get enough of those these days. And Shanky gets mad at Jinder Mahal, who gives a fuck. Real quick, speaking of roll ups, I'm so mad I didn't pick the new day because Xavier Woods has been winning like four weeks in a row with a, with a roll up. Yeah, with, with, with the backwoods, man. <laughs> like, I should have picked Tim because they, all he did was win with the roller. I'm like, oh my God. You know, <sighs> good 
good point. No, I think we're gonna, you know, probably pick fantasy, you know, pretty soon anyway. Raquel Rodriguez taking on Cat Cardona. Uh, Cardonza, okay. Then that's a fake name, but I like her. Oh, okay. She's a Layla, Layla, Layla Gray. A Layla Gray. Layla Gray. Oh, that's the name. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh. Yeah, you should. Yeah, she's been in the EW a couple times. On <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was catching her with her. How she pronounce her name? Uh, her finishing move name. I don't even know. Chang- I didn't know it had a name. It's C H I N G O N A. I don't know. <laughs> China Gold Bomb. I call it the One Arm Power Bomb. Well, she wins with that. Um. That's probably a new name that they just gave it. Probably. And she had it for a while. Don't talk about the name. Oh. And Walter uh, are just showing, you know, the dominance. So then we go back and we have... Who's Adipus. Walter? Oh, you know, I ain't doing this with you. Uh, off of Adam Pierce officiates to, there's a contract signing to unify the belts. And must be back between the Usos and RK Bro. So, uh... They um uh, sit there. They argue. This now this is a segment to me that made me really mad at SmackDown. Uh, this is the one. Say what? This is the one. Well, I mean, there's other stuff I'm saying, but the, the way this whole thing was, uh, you know, a follow. Uh, they they, they took a little jab at Jimmy. So he need to wear name tags, as you know. They don't know who twenty is because you know. Uh, Jay is the right hand man while Jimmy a little bitch type shit like that you know I didn't bring it out um, they they start fighting and then all of a sudden uh, Drew McIntyre comes out uh, after at, at Roman comes out and they are fighting and then Drew McIntyre comes out and then uh, Drew starts swinging you know has a sword and stalks the ring and then uh, Usos try to come there and beat him but Drew uh, lays them out comes to the ring and uh, Drew hits a belly to belly suplex, uh, and Roman rolls out the ring, and you know, then that's how the bloodline retreat. So now, uh, Paul Heyman afterwards fires and appears and says Roman isn't happy right now. He wants to, uh, you know, facilitate a good relationship between Pierce and Roman. He'd like to add Roman to the match, make it RK Bro and Drew McIntyre taking on the Usos. And Roman Reigns. Pierce just can't ignore the unification match, and uh, Heyman admires that the guts appears to do this, even though it's against his best interest. As now Heyman has tons of ammunition to take Pierce to task against the board directors, and Heyman says Pierce can make the match, and he will. And that's what he did. Granted, there are another Raw and another SmackDown to throw that unification in there. But the purpose, Roman, by storyline purpose, this is why I'm saying it's hard to write for wrestlers because Roman told the Usos to go to Raw to get the tag team championship because he wanted more gold. Yes or no? That is true. So with that being said, they go on to unify the championships. So all of a sudden, Drew McIntyre comes out there where Roman is beating them up and he gets his feelings so much to the point where he wants to stop the Usos 
from getting the tag team championships from RK Bro at WrestleMania Backlash, so they can have all the gold to stop and to add him to the match just so he can get his hand or hands on Drew McIntyre. What sense from a storyline perception does that mean? Yeah, that's what I said. He, he's got to be still hurt because ain't no way. Seriously. You make a six-man tag team matchup and drop the title unification where that was a bigger match in the first place to unify these damn titles just to have a fucking six-man tag, just to have them on the card? If you wrote the right way, because honestly, if the storyline was better and they had better writers, Ronda and Charlotte could have made them at this show. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's like, if Roman could have just been sitting in the back, you didn't have to do any kind of Roman Reigns type of um, shenanigans, whatever the case may be. So, that makes absolutely no sense to me. It doesn't make no sense whatsoever. And even if they add it, why? That means if they, you know, it's just like, if you add a unification matchup, it automatically gives away the winner. Because Roman's team's not going to lose at all. And they'll have end up having all the belts. But it's like a, it's like a giveaway. This whole thing, I just sat there and looked at it like this is fucking stupid. Really yeah, they just they just wanted to get Roman on a show and probably not have him have a one on one match. Basically the Usos do the work and then Roman comes in and hit a spear and wins. That's pretty much what that's, that's pretty much what's going down to it. It's probably gonna be riddle. It's probably gonna be riddle. If Roman's still trying to an injury and you know just uh I forgot what I was about to say. Uh but it doesn't matter. Moving on, Naomi taking on Natalia. Was it Natalia? I thought it was, Sh- it was Shayna Baszler, wasn't it? Skip. <laughs> Either one. Skip. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry. She did face Shayna Baszler. Skip it. She he, she rose her up. At the end of the match, they beat down her and Sasha. Uh, Shayna Baszler and, and, and Natalia do. doesn't matter. Rich Holmes versus Xavier Woods. Oh, by the way, they still have a a picture up in the back because nobody can find Bush because he's missing because you know he's like a rabid dog when he gets mad gives a fuck uh Xavier Woods wins with the backwoods but afterwards uh they, they go to Kobe versus Sheamus and then Sheamus wins with a bro kick and then after the match they uh put Xavier Woods to a table so yeah. you know I got a quick question though yeah how is it that uh, ben Corbin could be king for three years, but Xavier was going to be king for like three months. Yeah, I don't know why he, he dropped the king in me. I don't know why they made him drop the king in me. When he even had a chance to, to really be it. I'm just like, oh, this makes no fucking sense. Chapter four of the Lacey Evans story is here. I'm sorry. It's starting. When it started, it was good. And I've admitted that on the podcast. And now it's getting redundant. And it's getting to the point where now it's just like, okay, just debut. Because y'all trying to build some sympathy. It's like, when you empathize with her story in the first part. But when we get to the fourth part, 
and you're still kind of talking about certain things so that it feels like I, I explain just empty I guess the whole Stupid. segment I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the, the Lacey Evans segment mm-hmm. yeah it just, it just feels fucking empty to the point where they, they people are not going to like her and then when she comes back they're not going to get the reception that they expect it started it started really get kind of redundant to the point where it's just like this doesn't feel natural anymore yeah like everybody don't need six weeks of promo before the debut like it's not that hard I was cool with the first two parts and call it a day it's all you needed we go part four and I'm like it's starting to get you know like yeah so a whole month of her just talking about her dad like see like like, to, to, like is this thing gonna be a day like you killed this motherfucker or something because that's what it's leading to and we just ain't getting there yet so there we have one of the worst gimmicks in wrestling the beat the cock challenge Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart which is a, a match like you know maybe maybe with Ronda's first run I would like, like, like to see but this run give two shits uh the fans check you tapped out in Flair or it could have been recorded I'm not going to say sure uh Ronda hits another suplex and then rolls to ankle lock submission and the referee checks uh, Shotzi quicks and Drew Gulak rings the bell. One minute and 41 seconds it took her to beat Shotzi. Then we have another beat the clock challenge. Smackdown. Uh, we have Charlotte taking on Aaliyah. So, uh, Charlotte is just being... So that was like, what, 10 seconds? No. She was being very, very cocky with Aaliyah because, you know, and what, what happened was she uh, she goes and is... is uh, Flagging off to Ronnie. This, like you that. know, this this match is no. These matches make no point. No, if they already, this match would have been better if they was like, okay, winner gets to pick the stipulation. Exactly. But since it already has a stipulation, this makes no sense. Exactly. Exactly. That's what the whole day, whole thing of the show was. This shit don't make no sense. And she, uh, Flair rushes back and, and trying to find fig, the figure four at ten seconds, but Aaliyah does not tap out at all, and. uh she loses the matchup because Ronda beat Shotzi in a quicker time. So, uh, Charlotte was upset and, uh, Ronda, uh, heads back to the fans and, and they can chant, uh, you tend to tie out the flare and, uh, Flair gets mad and goes to take, goes to the Tonky Ray Gulak and starts beating him up for it. So that's a new thing now. When she's pissed, she's going to start beating up Drew Gulak before he get released. That's uh, that was. Smack- I don't think he gonna get released. Oh, I sure as I hope not. That he, was SmackDown. He, he trains. He trains everybody. Okay. That was SmackDown in a nutshell. Everybody, it sucked. It really, really sucked. So, uh, it, you guys are talking about how you like SmackDown, but it sucked. This is the reason why I don't like doing these reviews. It gets a thumbs down from me. It it really does. It's just um. I'll even do that again. <laughs> I'm not. T- I'm never gonna turn that smack that back on ever again. I mean, by accident. Not, not at all. All right, guys, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, I know it's a little short. We just got 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 the main topics out the way with the Ember Moon stuff and NXT 2.0 releases. This week will probably be a more bigger one to focus on because uh, 
we have WrestleMania Backlash this Sunday. I know Prime is going to... It, it was a busy weekend coming up in the first place because this is the, the schedule that we got going now because I we got Moon Knight that I'm trying to finish out for the TV experience for those out there. Got to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that review is going to be coming out this weekend. And then, of course, we got WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday, which I'm going to try to go live for also after that show is over. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that great stuff this weekend. It's going to be a heavy, heavy weekend of content. Of content. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that great stuff. And then on the podcast, we'll do, do like a little... Uh, uh, Fancy uh, update that the podcast will probably be actually recorded maybe Monday or something like that because I know Prime is busy on Saturday, so we're going to have to see how this thing is going to work itself out. But oh, we'll probably just do something on Friday, but we don't necessarily know yet. But um, yeah, that's that's basically it. So make sure you guys check out spacesfully.com. Make sure you guys check out also all the production. We'll probably check out the content they have on there from Lulu and Pop Plus One to doing business with Mark Randall. Check out our content from the No Giving Scene of Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, Turntable Table Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts Over Tongue. And make sure you guys also check out Prime and Podcast along with Prime Conversations. Check us out on all the podcasts, actually, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and YouTube Premium. And, uh, yeah, so we pretty much can get, get on out here. So, uh, once again, this is NCM Place We Chill, Trainer Staying D, not Deion Sands of Primetime. All right, y'all, let's be real. And QFlow, wherever you are at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.